Colin McCormick as I live and breathe. Hello uh, there, sausage. How are you, babes? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. How are you? Not too bad. Okay, everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Ross Murray, former Olympian. Emphasis on the former. Uh, are you always an Olympian? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, ran, always the same. Run them again? <laughs> always, uh, also, ran a 352 mile, and I'm with... Over to you, Colin. What, you, you sound like you're every time you do it. You I sound, said, I, you I'm sound, with dot dot dot. Yeah, but you sound you said rather 352 out, and then uh, like, and you, I'm with you, dot dot dot. Me, fat boy slim, Colin McCourt. What's going on? Yeah, no. um, yeah, so welcome to that running podcast. Um, today on the show, we've got Mr. Kyle Langford. <laughs> Kyle finished fourth at the world championships in 2017, but since then. Uh, the fellow in front of him got done for drugs. Um, boo, boo, boo indeed. Um, but then Kyle bounced back. You know, it wasn't bouncing back because he did everything he should have done. But uh, he then went on to get a silver medal. At I the have bounced Games. back. <laughs> at, this, uh, at the Commonwealth Games in 2018. So that's where we are. So Colin... What's yes. been going on this week for you, me old mucker? This week, I've been mostly eating... Rice cakes. Oh, was that uh, the fast show? Yeah. This week, I've been mostly in dust. Uh, <laughs> I have, this week, I have had, like, a down week. Not in terms of, like, life, just in running. Just took a nice, easy week to get over what the gunky funk stuff that was in my face and chest and stuff. So, just took it upon myself to just run minimum of four miles a day, which I am going to move away from mileage now. I'm going to go back to time, um, FYI. And just yeah just a nice chilled out week had some interesting work stuff going on nah. and um <laughs> we really hope nobody from your work <laughs> listens to this because you're like yeah all right my job yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like well right. look i'm just being honest. you love it really you look, love it really. there's not many people that are in their dream job i had a dream job once and i effed it up <laughs> <laughs> and I flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> I was like, you know what, this job is too good for me. I look at myself in the mirror and I was putting my lipstick on and like, it around my face. And I, was like, I thought you were on about being a runner. Yeah, I was, yeah. Oh. oh. I don't know where I, went, where I was going with that. Some sort of family I don't guy know reference. where you are going with that. But yeah, otherwise, it was a good week. Um, yeah, Finn. Finn's not very well. My little oh. boy. Harris isn't very well. Rebecca's not very well. So yeah. Oh, I'm going to get it again next week. So, yeah, but I've been looking, uh, mainly this week, I have been looking at just cycles. We were speaking about today via text, just doing short bursts of hard training followed, because I'm old, and followed by, like, um, some easier weeks, a week. Uh, I do think, as you, I think, going back what um, Badders was, no, not Badders, James Steve was saying about, yeah. as you're getting older, just taking that bit more time to recover. I absolutely mm-hmm. think that is the thing. That is the key. Major do. key. Like when you're 18, even like even when you're up until you're probably 30, you can probably get away with doing like one or two hard sessions every week. I honestly think you can. But I think over 30, you've probably built up a lot of endurance over the years anyway. But then you have to do, you might get, I don't know, six in a month or five good ones in a month as opposed to like two every week. So I think it's always good to, yeah. you know, evaluate your, your age. But then some people's bodies are mad, aren't they? You see some, yeah. some older people who are just incredible, but you've got to Thanks. take it. Take that. Well, I wasn't referring to you, so you should probably take it easy. What? Well, yeah. Um, it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, I've what not really done much else though. How? What? What's what's your shit, Ross? How's it um, been? Yeah. So obviously Monday was an interesting night for me. Um, for those that don't follow me on Instagram, you, you bloody should so get Why on over you? there. <laughs> uh, but no. So on Monday night, I was in hospital. And had my heart restarted. So they gave you uh, a second series. Give me a second series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't give me one. Um, no. So on Monday afternoon, I felt like my heart. I had felt like I had like palpitations in my heart, and I felt like it was just fluttering away in my chest, quite hard, quite erratically, all over the place. Didn't think anything of it. Went home, had me dinner. Was watching The Punisher on Netflix. Really good show. Recommend it for anyone. Other programs are available. Um, and that was at eight thirty p.m. And I was and I looked at my Garmin and I was like, heart rate one hundred and ten. I was like, hmm, that's not that's not normal. Yeah, this is quite high. So um, yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll give it like till the end. I mean, I know this is a really good TV show, but my heart rate shouldn't be one hundred and ten. Um, Were you watching porn? No. 
Yeah. What is it with you and just, you know, I said the Punisher. Very different. Oh, right. I thought, oh, okay. okay. Um, and I thought I'd give it an hour just to just to settle down and all the rest of it. And it didn't. <laughs> so I rang 111. They were like, get your, get, get your ass to the... Why are you not here already? Yeah, they're like, get your, get your butt down to the hospital, you mentalist. <laughs> um, so, so I went down there and then I was in A&E for five hours. And in that time, they did ECGs and blood tests. And they said that I had atrial fibrillation, which is where the top part of your heart should beat like this and go doof, down to the, pump the blood to the bottom part. And it goes... And it goes out of the body. Yep. So it's doof, doof. But my top bit was like. <laughs> so it kind of backfired that joke I made about Badders the other week in his heart and then yeah. kind of karma. Um, came up and slapped me in the face. Um, but yeah, no, so they were like, look, we're just going to have to restart your heart. Restarted it. All's fine. All is well. And I've just got to see a specialist soon just to double check everything's all right. But yeah. yeah. I'm fine. It was just quite stressful. As yeah, you very. Imagine. I've been in that situation, so I know how you feel. You just don't know what's going on. They're like, yeah. No. So it's just stress. But it's all good. So I couldn't do part run this week, unfortunately. So I'm going to do. You ran pretty week. well either side of nearly dying. Yeah, I did you not? Oh yeah. So training wise, this week, I, Wednesday, Thursday, I felt a bit groggy and a bit crap, and I don't know what the rep- what the implications of having your heart restarted or probably not great. So yeah, whether I was just mentally a bit scared to push. Maybe I don't know, but but Saturday I had a really good session. So did they tell you when they're just about to do it, just don't walk towards the light. It's fine. <laughs> I said, well, it's funny because I was like, oh, lads, lads, uh, just to be, just you know, I'm, this, there's no risk of me dying in this, is there? Do you know what I mean? They're like, mm, well, we hope not. And I was what? like, right, well, they're like, yeah, well, we can't really guarantee anything like that. And I was like, bloody hell, lads, they like, give me some sort of, some sort of, like, a bit of a... reassurance, like say, like there's a. a Point zero zero one percent chance, but they're like, oh well, you never know. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, sorry for swearing. Oh, you're dead. Oh, you're dead. Oh, mate, you're, yeah. dead. you're dead. But um, but yeah, but yeah. Apart from that, mate, I've had a good week. I've um, not nice. much has been going on. I was out uh, out yesterday at the the pub. Irish goodbye day again. I'm getting so bad for that. What? Just when I've had enough, I just leave and don't tell anyone. Mm, you've done that quite a lot, and you like, I do it all the time now. And do you know why? <laughs> Why? It's because when you, you don't tell want the people, handshakes and the cuddles and the stay oh, out. Oh, yeah, stay out. No, I want to go home. I've had enough. Go to bed. And your fresh things of onions, and I did tell you that tonight. <laughs> but like, I just get. Re- I did it on Thursday at someone's fortieth at work. They're like, uh, I went and got my got got my coat. They're like, Oh, Ross, are you going? I was like, No, I'm going outside for a ciggy. They're like, You smoke? I was like, Yeah. I don't. <laughs> just like, oh, never seen have you. Got with like a cigarette. a fear? Is it? Is it? Have you got like a fear of saying goodbye? No, I just can't be bothered. Like when I want to go home, I want to go home. When I want something, I want it. <laughs> I just, just, I just leave. So, but yeah. So that's it, really, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, as well, this week we did have the well, you call it the boosters because you're old. Uh, we used to call it box uh, British University Cross Country Championships. Yep. <laughs> How old am I? If you can't um, uh, well, let's not. How? Uh, tell me, uh, Colin. What was your favourite books slash booster story? Just give me one. The, uh, I have got two, but one. Um, they used to. You, do they still? Do, I think I was in the short course race. Um, now, nah, Colin, we've got a special race for you. What you do is go and <laughs> run around the car park four times, and we'll time you. <laughs> <laughs> like I am the worst cross-country runner ever i hate it i just can't run on it and i think it must have been leeds or, i can't remember where it was i think it was leeds and it was in a field and basically you ran around Funny this that, field it? it was nice and flat country in a field oh yeah cross-country <laughs> and it was muddy that's awkward um i uh yeah you ran around this like flat field of football pitches which i was bloody brilliant at but then as soon as you went then it went downhill into mud and then you ran around a field that was down the bottom of the hill, and then you had to come up this big hill that oh, is, that, that is cross-country you know <laughs> I'm just describing just, what, the race. If an alien came down, was like, "Oh, what is cross country?" Well, you run down the field, and then you go down the hill, and then you run down another field, and then you come up the hill, and then you run to the end. That's cross country. And sometimes it's muddy. Oh, okay. well, um, um, and yeah, basically it was a great race. I finished fourth or fifth, I think, which is probably my best ever finish ever um, in a cross country race, and I was really proud of myself. Well done, Colin. Well done. Thank you. Thank um, you. Next, I also. I have I have won a few boosters, but let's not flex. Weird flexes. Um, well, well done you. Um, I, I've Thank never you. won one, but 
Uh, I have finished second. You went to the Olympics, so... I have finished second in 2011 <laughs> behind... How good of a field was this, right? In the field, you had uh, Nick Gulab won, who's obviously run 7.42, who's a good runner. It was myself that was second. You know all about me. Next. Uh, you, had, you, you had Dowie Griffiths in there, 2.10 marathoner. Scullion, uh-huh. no, 2.9 marathoner, sorry. Scullion, 2.40 marathon runner. Johnny Brownlee, mm-hmm. Olympic silver medalist. And James Wilkinson, who also ran A22 for a chase and went like the world champs and Europeans. Oh, I remember James Wilkinson. I like that killer. How lot. good of a field is that? I actually think that has to be yeah. one of the strongest fields. Yeah. Bloody, ruddy, bloody, bloody, bloody good, actually. Uh, but no, I have really enjoyed the boosters slash books because yeah. it's gone a bit like uh, that. People, it was your time when they paint, yeah. face painted yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mine, mine yeah. wasn't. I think mine it's good wasn't. though. It's like got this tribalism about it, and everyone goes nuts. Uh, I did see yesterday. Did you see it? The course they randomly put it through part of it in the That's water. That's nice. I like that. It's good. Well. You didn't have oh, you to didn't bring me armbands. I just done. I, I can't swim. Don't get me going through there. Um, the, it like part of it went in the water, but part of it wasn't. So if you chose to, you could dive in the lake. But if you chose to just run the race, you can. I'll, you I'll tell you what. The there's no way I'd be diving in the lake in February. Not when it. Have you seen what it's like down there? As well? It's like snowing and everything. Mm, isn't it? so, it's horrible. Um, it's not very. But yeah, warm. books is always a good race. We always enjoyed that. Anyway, let's. Hmm. Crack on with the show. Yeah, right into the news. So, bringing on and welcoming on to the show, Mr. Kyle Langford. Ooh, what have we got here then? Well, it's competition time. We've eventually reached a point in the show, five weeks later, where uh, we can actually give you guys some prizes back. So, the lovely team at Saw Running... Um, have decided to donate one of their Saw Ultra Gilets. I think you guys will have known Saw from uh, long-standing supporters of the, the Night of the 10Ks. They have the Saw Mile, which is a brilliant event if you've never been to. Lots of music, lots of beers, people running PBs over the mile. Um, anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah, they're um, offering out one of their Saw Ultra Gilets, and all you got to do to be in with a chance of winning is head over to their Instagram feed which is at saw underscore running and comment hashtag that running podcast on any image that contains the ultra gilet. And I'll give you a clue. There's two on there and they're the fifth and more seventh recent image. It's a bit more than the clue doing the work for you. Uh, competition closes on Friday and they will post out one of the ultra gilets worth 135 quid. And all you got to do is go and comment um, and feel free to give them a follow because they've got some lovely clothing on there as well. Um, so yeah guys just do that and enjoy the rest of the show and good luck I hope you win okay so we do have Kyle Langford here Um, Kyle say say hello what's up guys Um, and and we've got Colin here so Kyle's Kyle's your birthday yes was it yeah. your birthday yesterday? Yeah, it was my birthday. 23rd birthday. Ooh, happy quick, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh, Ross, I thought you were going to stop. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was going to do um, the Michael Scott. You know, <laughs> the way he has to sing happy birthday to everyone. Yeah. Like uh, intently so, looking in their eye, don't they? Because yeah. it doesn't stop. Um, so, 23 S here, did you do anything special for it? Um, no, I'm actually going out for dinner today with all the family and friends and stuff. I just had a little relaxed day, to be honest. I just enjoy it. Did I you have a double it's... run or anything, or was it just a rest? Uh, no, I had a big session in the morning, a track session at Lee Valley, so that was... Uh... Nice birthday session. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it was a painful one as well, so... Um... What did you do? Um, I had 6 4 three, two. Uh, yeah, so it was a bit of a. As soon as we session. hear that, you're just like, mm, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, but that no, was a good, really good session. So I'm quite happy with it. He's on a one way ticket to Lactic City. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's good to see you had your birthday. Anything else been going on? You ran a good 148. Nice little opener. Yeah, I know. Um, usually I open pretty slow. Like the last few years have been like 152, 151. Don't usually go so, like too fast in my opener, especially at Lee Valley as well. Yeah, yeah was, like last year it was 152 and this year. Yeah. Nice it's seconds. not a renowned fast track as well and stuff. So I went there and I think it went 50, 55, 53. So I think oh, it's wow. pretty, 
Yeah, pretty nice. good way to run it, and I felt pretty comfortable. And then yesterday's session just. I felt amazing, so I definitely think I'm in really good shape at the moment. So I'm, I'm excited to race a bit more. Nice. That's good. I think it's funny you said that about saying you open slowly because I was on a run this morning, and as you always do, you chat about running, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and your 148 got brought up. When I said that, I was like, Kyle does always seem to open up like, like some people will open out with a 146, but like yeah. not get any, like might run a 145, whatever. But you do seem just to always come on so much more so if you're opening up 148 this year of a 55 uh, <laughs> yeah then it's looking good mate so well done for that yeah thank you uh, have you been listening to any good podcasts this week because i know me and you big fans of the the some of the joe rogan ones yeah but i, I, I mean pr- practically half of my life is spent listening to podcasts now for, especially for the last few years yeah, so same. um yeah I, I literally spend all my time at the moment i'm watching the ricky gervais show with nice. Carl Pilkerton, uh, that keeps me a the bit... cartoon version. Yeah, the cartoon version. Yeah. I have it on oh, my it's phone, and oh, it's brilliant. It's so funny. <laughs> me, and, me and Ross have spent many hours sitting together watching it for no reason. <laughs> I've, I've rewatched it. I think this is the second time I'm going back through it again. Yes, yeah. the it doesn't. It doesn't get any worse. It just stays it amazing. It, it's so funny. All the XFM and there, I love all that stuff. Yeah, so the, the podcast, good. like podcasting's like exploded over the last few years. Due to Look at us jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won some of the action, um, but it has exploded over the years. But before that, it was. Um, Remicon, we used to you used to have to like download it on uh-huh. your iPod and stuff yep. like that. That's where I, and when I used to drive up to Newcastle and back, I used to always listen to the Ricky Gervais, Carl Pilkington, yeah, and Stephen Merchant. We used to have them like literally like that. Like they were just files yeah. and files. I don't even know where yeah. we were getting them from. Because <laughs> we were, we were LimeWire. We, we were. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's not let's not discuss that. <laughs> they just seem to appear. Oh, who's got that? God, yeah. Um, God, LimeWire. Uh, see, that. Yeah. Oh, I've read it. I remember yeah. I used to just open up emails on Johnny's laptop uh, to try and win uh, iPhones and stuff. Never won one. <laughs> but, but his computer doesn't work anymore. But you, 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 won, a, you won a few viruses like that. Oh, that, <laughs> that computer <laughs> tanked. It, it would be like, it, it was, you just literally plague your computer with viruses for a, for a few cheap, well, I never, but some people did. Um, but, uh, no, that's good, mate. So, yeah, so I thought we'd get you on the show today um, and obviously just have a chat about the, the last two years and give people a bit of an insight into what's been going on perhaps behind the scenes etc etc uh so in 2017 you had an amazing year pb'd and then went on to the to the world champs um and finished a lovely fourth but obviously was a bit tainted by what happened afterwards so do you want to just kind of talk through that experience you know when when you were when actually let's talk about before um beth got done for drugs so when you came away from that race after finishing fourth that you would have been 21 is that yep. right yeah 21 it's 21 home world champs finishing fourth how how was that do you want to talk about the whole the whole experience of yeah, it? what was it like after um it was crazy i think after the semi-final um i would just remember i went i went for a little jog just there because we were staying like um, in central London near the uh, Tower Bridge and mm-hmm. I was going on my run I was just getting stopped by everybody right on the street and it was like really weird I was like this is just mental and I didn't really realise how kind of big deal London of people because for me I just went there and my family was getting all the newspapers and films yeah, into the shop and it was um, yeah and I was kind of just sitting there in my hotel room playing PlayStation <laughs> getting ready for the final <laughs> And then, but once the final come around, I remember, I, obviously I don't draw, I didn't drive at the time. And um, I was having to get the train in London and it was almost getting impossible for the first, for the first week. It was, it was absolutely crazy. That's but, amazing. Um, that is yeah, amazing though. I couldn't believe it. And um, yeah, I, I, obviously it dies off pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, everyone's like, who's he? Yeah, that is literally the five minutes of fame. And then like, like sitting back, talking about the good old times a year later. Uh, when I was in uh, London. So did, uh, you, did you expect to, because like, I've been on a few training camps with you before and we spent time in Kenya and I know like you're a very confident guy. So, and you've always set yourself those goals to think, yeah, I'm, I can go and I can get a medal. Um, did you think you're in, did you know you're in really good shape? Um, I was running. The thing is quite, I find it hard for me to, to tell myself because I did have the, probably the best lead up to world champs. Actually, probably far from it. I, I come off that long 
year or 2016 where I didn't really run too many races. I had a bit of an injury in my IT band. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I kind of was coming into that season a little bit. I've just, I've come from a junior and now it's a big year in London. So I didn't really know how to race. I was a little bit, I was a little bit in over my head and I was racing. I was going through 23 seconds for the first 400 every wow. time I was at the start. And I was, you know, surging a lot and I was getting clipped and it just wasn't happening. And I think I, uh, trials uh british champs to qualify for london i come third and i wasn't very happy i wasn't feeling great that day and you know i didn't believe in i had a kick or anything and uh i had still had to get the time i think i missed the time by 0.01 it was like 145.9 i run 145.91 a couple of weeks before so i was like i needed to get the time at london and i had the same sort of race where i was surging getting clipped and bumping into people me and elliot we're training partners, but in a race, we seem to bump yeah, into each other. Race. Every time we race, we bump <laughs> into each other. It's like the games, wasn't it? Mor- uh, Moral anniversary games, wasn't it? And you yeah. like smashing into each other. And running the next to Elliot, it is not the easiest thing because I'm trying to barge him and you barge him and you go flying. It's, it's proper hard. Um, I did watch you and- shove someone this week. I felt pretty race. bad. But, um, <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, and it was just, and then I got the time. And once I got the time, it was almost like a big, a big burden off my shoulders and I um yeah I think I just my next race out was the Morton Games in Ireland I love racing Ireland it's my favorite place to race and I just had a blind I sat at the back and I just out kicked everyone and I felt amazing and then then I went into the world champs and I thought I was in good shape and then the heat went terrible really bad I would just scrape through I think I was the fifth fastest loser and I was like and I remember finishing the race, I was just like, I don't know how I've screwed this up. And I said to John, if I make it through, I guarantee I'll medal. And then uh, oh, I made nice. it to the semi and he was laughing. And then, yeah, and I think... How did, you, how did you pick yourself up after, you know, having a, a bit of a bad heat? Did you just think, do you know what it is? It's one bad heat. That's all it is. I'll pick myself up. Or did you kind of, were you, were you quite nervous going into the semi thinking, oh God, I'm not actually where I want to be? Um, I think this is, I, I, this is, I think one of my better traits as a runner is, I don't take what happened from, say, heat or the same thing in a session. If I've had a bad session, I don't take it into my next session. I pretty much just go, this one will be better, I think. And I don't worry about it too much. I just Mm -hmm. get on with it. And, you know, I enjoyed the semi. And and I think think because I just pretty much just forgot about it, it just ended up going pretty well. And the semi went really good. I see. So you remember you being well confident through that World Champs, even when you were fifth in your heat and stuff. I I don't think you seemed... With the way you were speaking, you didn't seem, you, you seemed like you're pretty screwed on, like you knew what you were doing. Yeah, I, I know with the 800, it's that it's renowned as being the, the hardest event to probably qualify for a final win, but it's uh-huh. the easiest to meddle in. You've got more chance of meddling once you're in the final, mm. but it's the hardest one to qualify because you know it's always it's, first one or first two or something, and that's stupid. Exactly, and it's just with the you know how the heat's just like seeded, and mm-hmm. you know, it's the tactics with the speed and stuff mixed, and it's it just makes a bit of, bit of a kerfuffle to qualify, but. Uh, and then almost you look at the semi-finals, they're, they're pretty much they could be a final. If yeah, you definitely. Uh, so it's a, but once you're in the final, I always think yeah, it's anyone, uh, anyone can medal on any day. And I think it's a. Uh, How did you feel when you were standing on that start line? So in, so we've went from you know having a, a bit of a, a shaky start to the year, but then you manage to find your form. You're running PBs. You knew you were running well, and you're standing on that start line in the World Championship final in London. They call out your name. Did the crowd the crowd go nuts? Oh, it was, it, you couldn't even hear. It. it actually hurt your ears. It was, and it was crazy because if you just even put your hand up to a part of the crowd, they just roared. It was mental. I've never seen anything like it. And um, yeah, it was a really, really surreal experience. And did you think I'm going to get a medal here? Is that what you're thinking, or were you kind of think, oh man, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this experience? Or were you going, I'm here, I'm as good as these guys. I'm going to get a medal. Um, I think it was in my warm up of the final, and I think. I look, I was just, I get, I get better the more I race. So as I was going for the rounds, I was getting more plyometric. I was getting more bouncy. I was getting faster. You know, my primaries and everything before I was racing was getting quicker. And by the time I got to the final, I think my primer is 23 dead. So um, for people who don't know, a primer is like, because a, a lot of people won't know that. So it's like a, you run like a 200, um, Almost at race pace, race pace and maybe yeah. a, maybe a bit quicker. Um, so yeah, so for but for it depends on the distance of your race. Is that right, Kyle? So yeah, if, so if it's a fifteen hundred, you do a four hundred. 
Yeah, exactly. But for me, I, I you know, I'll do a, I'll do a 200 and then what I'll do is, uh, I'll do a couple of 30 meter sprints at pretty much full fast pace, just to almost just get my heart rate up, get, you know, get your body ready for the, you know, ready for pretty is that much in the, the feeling of a race. Yeah, in the warm-up. Yeah, yeah, I used um, to do that. I was just trying to say, I, was, yeah. I used to do I used to do 200 flat, like, not flat out, but that like, race pace right yeah. before I started. Not not a lot of people do do that. Like, I think you're yeah, great don't they? Yeah, yeah, we do it a lot. Like, you know, I had a session yesterday, all the boys were prime. We did a little 200 yeah, yeah, primer yeah. and stuff, so it works pretty well. Um, I like the sprint and stuff as well. Um, gets you in the mood, gets you proper yeah. in the mood, doesn't it? Like, I've had some races where I've gone and done it and that's been awful. And I've went, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gone, oh, this is going to go, like, run 31 yeah. and think, oh, what, someone shoot me in the face. But it's the same but, as the Commonwealth. My, both my world champs in Commonwealth Primer were both 23 low. And mm-hmm. I just felt like I was jogging. And then I was doing, yeah, nice. and it felt good. I felt plyometric. And John went to me before the final in London, do not, because he saw how confident and I was laughing. I was so excited. And he saw how confident I was getting. And um, he went, do not go out too crazy. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can kind of let the moment sort of get to you and you go a bit, you know, you lose your head a little bit. But, yeah. um, you know, I kept the call cool and I think, yeah, I went definitely confident. Did. And you finished so strong. You finished <laughs> so, you finished like an absolute steam train. I think <laughs> I was there that night. And, um, yeah, you just closed so hard and it was like, oh my God, here Please comes be Kyle. Please <laughs> yeah. be You're like, oh wait, here's Kyle. And you're like, shit, here's Kyle. And he's like, is he going to get a medal? It was like, Oh, it was so close. And it's like, I imagine finishing fourth in a, in a championship like that is bittersweet because it's amazing because at 21 years old, finish fourth in the world champs is a phenomenal achievement and mm-hmm. something you should be very proud of. But you missed out on a medal by, was it two hundredth of a second? Uh, yeah, it was something stupid like that. It was, it was stupidly close. So how did you feel after the race? Um, originally, I thought, as soon as I crossed the line, I dipped and I thought, Please, I may have got third. I was, I was hoping my chest was a little bit bigger. I was, I was praying. I was looking at the I've done going, the bench presses. I'm ready. <laughs> this is me. And I've had some races before where I've dipped and I thought, oh, I might be in close and I've ended up winning by a little bit. And then this time I was thinking, I hope this is one of them occasions. I just was looking at the screen and I saw it come up. I was fourth and I was just, I was a little bit like, oh, I started to get a bit annoyed at that point because I was going, you know, it'd have been lovely to get a medal at home chance, but I think it was probably a few, a few days after that night, and the, you know, a few days after, I started to really get a bit, bit more annoyed at it because I was, you know, I, I think Mo was the only medalist other than yeah, the relays, so. and it would have been amazing for me almost as Mo's last track championships, almost like passing a baton down for me. That was, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. and then I think after with the drug, drug thing, what that happened with the. Uh, how, how did you find out news out? Because uh, did you find out? beforehand because so again for people who don't know uh kip young bet was a kenyan runner who finished third who was 200 ahead of kyle who was then later done uh for epo i think was it yeah mm-hmm. he, well yeah, it, a... there was a number of things he <laughs> he was so, on everything so, yeah, <laughs> he was he, on a cocktail <laughs> he missed um he missed two tests well you know it is easy to miss sometimes you drug test you know i you know, if you forget to put an address in and they turn up at your house at 6am it is uh-huh. sometimes it's dumb but he missed two and then refused to give a sample, um, what means he gets a four-year ban. And then it kind of, and then there was another test that come up that he also had failed for EPO. So he was obviously he he was definitely taking EPO. He was trying to hide it. Mm. Um, so and how did you feel? Like did you so did did did, did uh, your manager or coach who taught, who broke the news to you? Twitter. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I, I think it was, I think it was Twitter. I just saw it on Twitter. And I was like. <laughs> You're lying. I was thinking, no, this this ain't this ain't the right bet. This is a different bet. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so stuff, and it was. I bet I it thought, was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and yeah, I just thought, um, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I just, Did you just... get excited at the time? Because I know, I mean, I kind of expressed my anger uh, in a tweet to you, Kyle, and another lot yeah, of people yeah. who, because in years gone by, it might have happened that because Kip Young bet was banned they could retrospectively take away his medal because the sample that he was done for was was it how many weeks after kyle was it it wasn't long at all i i think it was and we all say we think yeah we're not 100 percent sure you yeah know, not right, let's let's not say can... an exact number you can go online and look but it wasn't too many weeks after so no, he I failed kinda... in february time i'm pretty sure that's when he failed 
Yeah, and, so, and when you think about how many months that is, it's, that's, you know, six months. It's not long at all. No. And you think... And you think oh, yeah. So you mm. ca- did you think... So what, the, what might have happened was they might have often taken the medal off bet and gone, Kyle, you were fourth. Here you are. Here's your, your, your deserved bronze medal from the World Championships. So d- did you think that was going to happen? Um, I did think it was going to happen. And when I spoke to Gary Locke, my manager, um, he said, you know, we'll have to try and get other drug tests from the world champs if he was drug tested. That's the thing. If he was even drug tested close to that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to have to get, you know, all that stuff. And it was it was a bit of a kerfuffle. And then you, he's got to wait his court process. The B sample's got to be tested. And, and it actually happened a bit quicker than I thought was going to happen, him getting banned. Because um, I think he actually just admitted to it. Mm. Um, so is there no chance now that you'll get the bronze medal no I think there's a law or something saying that you can't you know there's there's something to do with they couldn't just take it the laws would have to change and stuff but mm. for me I'm I'm not mm. too bothered crazy about it it's more you know yeah. imagine if it was someone who you know for me I, I I'm you know I'm looking to win Olympic gold you know that's in yeah. my head mm-hmm. that's you know I'm not looking at a world oh, yeah. championship bronze so for me it's you know, I've, I felt for another person, if they're not going to get that chance again, mm-hmm. that, you know, they've, they're never going to get that medal. Uh, the, the thing I was more annoyed about was actually I missed, it was actually the time of the race, and I can't get that back, was, you know, getting a medal in front of my home crowd. What, you know, it, can, it might happen again at the Commonwealths in Birmingham, but, you know, mm-hmm. at that um, magnitude, I'm, you know, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. get that back. And it was mad before. Yeah. Like your parent, I remember seeing your family on TV being <laughs> interviewed, your sister and stuff. And yeah. it, like the whole build-up was huge for yeah. that race, and you did perform like one hundred percent. It's just, I know you got to be careful about what you say. It's just yeah. ridiculous that that. But I think you would have made a slight. Chip. It would have made a bit of a difference to you. Yeah, winning like socially and all that stuff would have been immense, um, and financially would have been great as well. It's just a shame that that's taken away from you but i think you've got the right attitude though kyle to actually say do you know in it and it actually is similar to what you're saying about your sessions you're like i don't worry about what happened the day before i focus on the future and what's yeah. next so i think that's the best your approach is the best one that you've got and actually saying well yeah well you know world championship bronze would have been nice but actually that's not my goal in this sport. Yeah. my goal is mm-hmm. to to go on and win you know you know, gold medals and Olympic medals, and you kind of went on and did that in the Commonwealth. So you bounced yeah. back. Well, you didn't. Boom. You didn't bounce back. You didn't have anything to bounce back from. But like, you carried that that, that momentum. Forward. Yeah, the momentum forward, and went to the Gold Coast and finished second. So how was that? Yeah, that was a big one for me because that was was you know my I had a friend who passed away in Australia. I think that about a time around where London had. So that's also with London. That was. A massive emotion. My granddad died, and then I had a friend who died, and, uh, who in Australia, and it was it was for me. I was like, you know, emotionally. Once London finished, that all come rushing because I blocked, and it was, you know, you, you struggle with that a little bit, you know, going uh-huh. to races. But then, uh, so Australia for me was a big one. It's can I prove that I am one of the best in the world? But you know, again, you know, this is going to be a big question for me can I do it again? And uh, so for me, I was prioritising um, the Commonwealth. So that was a big one for me. Um, and yeah, so I went out to Falls Creek. I prepared properly for it. And it, yeah, it was, a, it was a, Australia's a beautiful place. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to live out there one day or something. It's an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the, the experience was surreal. And I felt like the race went pretty well. I was, you know, maybe if my timing was a little bit better, I would have probably got the goal because I just missed a little bit again there. So yeah. you are definitely things. someone. You're definitely, definitely someone who just rises to the occasion because mm-hmm. you did it in London, you did it at the Commonwealth Games, and you also P. P- did you PB in the final at the Commonwealth Games yep. as well? And PB so, at London as well. And PB at London. I mean, if ever there's a championship performer, then like that's it. Yeah, you you epitome of it, and yeah, one forty five one to run it in a final off rounds days before as well. So, yeah, so which race would you say you preferred then? Out of Commonwealth Games final or World Champs final? Um, I think the Commonwealth Games was a big one for me because um, I think I actually probably didn't race as well as I could have. And 
I think I could have probably, if I was, uh, I maybe got a little bit boxed in with 200 to go and you know, I was getting clipped a little bit. I think if I was a bit closer up, and this is what I've got to work on, being closer up to the top guys, um, I, I, I think I would have won, the, uh, won that by a long, long, time, long, long way. And it, I think uh, would have been a big dominant performance. But so that's, for me, that's the, you know, I was quite impressed with that performance, especially with how raw I went into the Commonwealth Games. I won 145 in my heat. Um, I had one race before that. So I felt, you know, it was, um, I felt like I was in pretty good form. And I was quite annoyed mm-hmm. that I got injured that season because I think I was in some uh, really, really quick form. Yeah, definitely. So you and your coach, John Big, um, Biggie, Biggie, um, <laughs> big <up> Biggie. <laughs> um, um, so when you, when, so when you assess that and you go, right, me and John have looked at this and thought, okay, I need to be close at the front where in these bigger races to, to, to give myself a chance of winning the, the major medals and, and improving. What are the things that you're looking to do to get you to that point? Do you think it's a case of as you get older, you can do more training and getting fitter? Um, I think definitely if I'm wanted to run 141, 142, what I don't think I'm massively too far from. I think I just got to be, you know, there's certain areas that I have to get stronger in. You know, my endurance maybe has to get a little bit stronger. You know, mm-hmm. what, you know whatever it is. Um, but I think with, you know, meddling in championships like that, I think it's more just the, my concentration i have this thing and you know i've got a really small concentration span struggled it in school and i just keep losing it's 300 to 200 i just kept losing concentration mm-hmm. <laughs> like i literally just and then it sort of comes back to you doesn't and it? then then i get to 200 to go yeah. oh snap <clears throat> they get away yeah, i'm here, I'm to get here. Back <laughs> and then and then that's when the train <laughs> the just... train comes steaming through <laughs> you're back in the room yeah. <laughs> and it, it's literally like it's like i'm being hypnotized or something and the next thing i'm like oh, i'm here i'm here okay let's get back into the race and yeah, yeah. 100 meter break um but i used to do that yeah. i used to do exactly that 15s i used to be like fine for the first lap <laughs> sort of all right for the second lap but then i'd be like uh what oh, oh, i'm back like, here again yeah, yeah, back in the room <laughs> to go and i'd be like oh let's get let's get going let's get going <laughs> oh man but yeah so it's, it's learning and then i actually my first track race i went to uh portland to do the eugene diamond league and is this I, after the Commonwealth Games? After the Commonwealth Games, I, I slipped a disc in the camp before, uh, so I was in quite a bit of pain. Then I flew from South Africa to America and raced oh, a day later. Yeah, it was horrible. And I had a really good race. I I was, I think, second going into the last 200. And then, you know, people were just falling over everywhere. It, I think I felt amazing that race. And I had a really good 200 to 300, uh, 300 to 200 to go. And um i actually got it really right and then but then that was pretty much my last race of the year didn't really what did you what more. did you run in that race oh, i've only run 146 but you know at 200 i think yeah, korea, korea yeah, fell off carnage. the track i was flipping i hit the railing and rolled my ankle and it was just a big you know uh, it went a bit mental it was loads of pushing and yeah. it, uh, it all went a bit nuts yeah oh, yeah that's the 800 and uh, these things happen because but it's a learning thing. So I'm guess this is what I'm excited for this year is, you know, I get to actually practice that because I missed out, you know, this track seat, last track season. So was it your back? So. Was it your back the, in that year that, because you, you weren't at the European Championships mm-hmm. um, in 2018 and you kind of struggled with injury throughout the whole year. So yeah. what was it? What, what, what were your problems? Um, uh- Yes. What were your issues? Hello, <laughs> oh, sir. My uh, my issues were yeah. <laughs> nice. No, so I was in South Africa just training. I was training pretty well. Uh, my training was just getting better and better from the Commonwealth. So I think I was in some really good form. And then I just was on a run. I just took a breath in, and my back just just went. You know, two miles into a run, mm. and I was by myself, so I had to walk back another two miles. Oh, no. um, I was in a lot of pain, and then. I was racing a, like a week and a half later in America. So I flew over and the back was just getting worse and worse. And then, you know, it, it wasn't, it, it was bad, but it you know, I, I still raced with 146. I probably uh, could have gotten, you know, on top of it, but it was this training where it was starting to take this toll where I couldn't train as well. And, but I was still training okay with it. And I was training pretty good, but I just couldn't, you know, couldn't was, get your rhythm. Couldn't yeah, get your couldn't form get my rhythm, and, and I'd get, I'd be in pain sometimes, like certain certain sessions, and it just wasn't ideal. So I went in for an epidural um, to try, and I, I don't really know why it does something to helps the recovery and 
you know, takes the information away from the disc. And I, it, that's where it all went bad. I think my system was just was just turned off after that. So, what at what what point at what point in the year did you and John say, right? Unfortunately, it's not going to happen now. Let's let's call it a day. Yeah, that was probably I was a couple of weeks before the British Champs. I had the epidural, and I tried to race. And um, every it was weird because I was training really really well, even with that back back injury. And after the epidural, every session I was doing was getting a little bit worse until the point where. I went to a track, I tried to run uh, 800 and I got to last just 200 and just my legs just went, you know, I just could my body just shut down, all my vitals just, just hit the floor and uh, so I was just struggling off that point. So I pretty much from June, mid-June, July, I uh, wasn't running until uh, October time. So I had a long time out uh, to get everything good. How was that time out? Did you struggle with that at all? Get, um, yeah, I mean, I still like to run. Like, when I'm on holiday, I was, you know, I, I forgot to take a pair of running trainers, so I was running these, like, Nike Flyknit things, like casual. <laughs> uh, so I was doing, like, four or five miles in them, just on the beach and stuff like that. And bopping into the coffee shop like a hipster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, loved, I had my little sunflower short shorts on and stuff. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> trunks. Um, yeah, so I did keep relatively, like, you know, kept the fitness up to try and keep the weight off. Um, so when I got back, it wasn't too hard, but getting back was hard. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, four months off. I, for the first two months of training, I was not getting any fitter. It just was nothing was happening. I was like, this ain't good. I was thinking, I think this might, this is, this is going to be a really hard season if I can't get any fitter. <laughs> it's um, like Joel. Yeah, something happened and, and then just, yeah, I was in Dolstrom, was pretty high. I think it's like 2,000 feet, uh, 2,000 meters, sorry. And yeah, just midway through that camp, I just got super, super. Every session I was doing, I was just jumping, and ever since then, my you know, I've just been getting fitter and fitter, and I'm in a some nice pretty place form. To run, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. So it went from being really bad to really good, pretty quick. And the, and the back's all sorted now, so you don't get any issues with that now. Yeah, no, look, after the epidural, it seemed to work, uh, helped and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, I've not really had too many. Did they say anything about like what to do around after it? I just they said you'll be fine. The problem is, is I couldn't get my nip to my back. Okay. Um, and stuff like that, and I think yeah, I don't, I don't really, I've, I, I, you know, there's a little bit of rehabby stuff I was doing, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it was more about just getting me onto the line, and that was the bit I yeah. couldn't couldn't get onto the line. But uh, I've the. The British Athletics physios and doctors and, you know, have done an amazing job of, you know, keeping my back from, I've actually had, it's the most successful year I've had with like no injuries or anything. I'm you yeah, know, yeah. super, super happy uh, with how the body's going. So I'm pretty, pretty confident actually this year. They've done a good job. I was going to say, so that moves us on nicely to uh, where we're at now. So indoors 2019, you opened up with a, a really good 148 the other day. Yeah. So, guessing it's full steam ahead for the European indoors in Glasgow. Um, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to do the European indoors. The only reason. Well, there, I, I was going to ask you to go for a coffee, but if you're going to be like that, <laughs> the only reason I say it is is because I don't really like the indoor. It hurts my Achilles, mm, and I get a few, and especially with a, tact a tactical slow race, just I don't enjoy it at all, and. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to race and I want to just run quick as quick as I can, really. I think that's my, my main aim is how quick can I go indoors? And, and really, I don't want to ease off the training. I want to get fit and strong because, you know, I'm going, for me, Doe is the big one and I want to go in mm -hmm. there and, you know, be as fit as anyone in there and I want to, you know, be as fast as anyone in there. So, um, yeah. that's a big aim for me. Nice. Yeah, I know what you mean. You, the indoors is tight. Like, yeah. Some, them bends sometimes are just like they get a bit much especially because every track is different as well yeah. so it's not like you can just turn up and everyone's like, like everyone's like sheffield birmingham is like bored so you're bouncing around like nobody's business then you got sheffield's that like, fixed and then i think what's i think glasgow's boards or boards i think or something like yeah. that it's quite it's nice i hate nice boards. track I, I like boards. Yeah. For the 800, it just feels like you're on a flipping plyometric board. Or something. Yeah. It's lovely. It's right after you, you, you come and go, oh my God, this hurts, that hurts. No. You know, yesterday at Lee Valley, I hurt my flipping foot on the literally last five meters of the session. I come around the, fly around the bend and I just got my foot was in the wrong position off of like a mm -hmm. down slope. So that's why. That's I, fixed, I, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why I don't really like the indoors. It just always seems to hurt myself on it. I'm a bit dopey. So. 
I don't like doing sessions and yeah. talks. I used to do sessions and talks and go mental. <laughs> I'd be like, get me out of here now. It's not good, you, is you, it? You, you, you were like that a lot, though, Colin, weren't you? Hey! <laughs> Phone is like, closed out of prams. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do that. No! Colin, this is a great job. I'm off. Colin, you could be get a really me. good runner. I don't care. I don't like it. <laughs> Give me a desk job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Right. Well, Kyle, so I think that brings everyone pretty much, you know, up to speed on what's been happening over the last couple of years. So um, we've, we've added in a new feature this week yep, um, just for you. So we're going to call it the uh, like top fives. Um, so I've got five questions mm-hmm. that we're going to start asking to kind of most people that come on the show. Um, so the first you one... You are the guinea pig. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're the guinea pig. So... If my hair and, falls and... out, I'm suing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for the first one, uh, what is your favourite ever race? Now, because for some people that don't even know, you had uh, an amazing junior career as well. Got the You won the World Youths in 2013. I got a bronze. I got a bronze, bronze in the World Youths. Yeah, so that even even amazing because I imagine a lot of the people sometimes they aren't always uh, the same age. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, controversial! Oh, it was a joke. Wait, don't sue me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so what has been your favourite ever race? Um, I, I, I liked my English schools. I think, I think for me, that's one of the big ones. My English schools where I won. Um, I think it was the first big thing for me where I went, oh, do you know what? I actually quite like this athletics thing and I think I'm actually like good at it. And, you know, I started training properly after that. And I, yeah, for, that, for me, that was a big, big change. And I went in there super ill as well. And it's always, I ended up winning it, it. it's so relative though, isn't it? Like I've got such fond memories of English schools and UK school games. And at the time, they are your Olympics in a sense. Yeah. You know, they, they, they are literally what you kind of dream of winning when you're a kid so the enjoyment and the 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 sense of achievement you get um from winning in english schools is relative to what i got when i was at the olympics in a way do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the biggest thing i'd done at the time obviously the olympics is better but like it is all relative and that's why i think running so special in that People have said to me like oh, okay so you're doing sessions now and you're doing k's in the park and three tens uh, how does that feel, you know, when you used to run 250s? I'm like, honestly, I'm getting as much enjoyment out of yeah. this, like, now as I was then because it's all relative. And, and it's the same with anyone who runs. It doesn't matter whether you do a, a, a 5K in 20-minutes around a park run. The minute you start running it in 19 minutes and then 18 minutes, you're going to feel as good yeah. and as proud of yourself as someone who's running 15 minutes and 14 minutes and 13 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And setting yourself almost goals and keeping it competitive. You can put a competitive aspect to it, you know, while you're training. You know, it doesn't have to be, I don't want to go, like, go to the Olympics or something like that. It could be, you know, I just want to get this time for the park. Colin, you've done it. You know, you set yourself an amazing goal. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you lost all your weight and, and then you went on an amazing park run. You know, it's just setting yourself goals and, you know, achievable goals and just, just uh-huh. taking it in from there. I think that was, uh, you know, as a kid, I went that year, it was my first proper year kind of like running. And I said, do you know what? I want to win the counties this year. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to... And I ended up running 151 and, you know, winning your school. So for me, I achieved it. And, you know, you keep setting yourself goals on the way. And uh, I think goal, goal setting is a big thing. Yeah, yes, I agree. Hugely. Um, mm-hmm. Second question. Who is your favourite person to be with um, on a training camp or at a championships? A tr- uh, so on a training camp, there's always a few good people, and we actually have, you know, Ross. I've been on, uh, to Kenya with you and Flerksturf and Flerksturf. <laughs> <laughs> Did we go to Park City together? As no, well? no, oh, no, no, we didn't. I think uh, yeah, I didn't go to Park City, but mm. um, yeah, uh, we always have this conversation at dinner. You know, you get to three weeks through, and you, you know, been training. It's all, it's all hard, and uh, and we all get, always go. If you could pick anyone to be here right now who do you take, like, who would you bring on a camp? And we always either Ross, you, Ross, or Tom Lancashire. You two are amazing to have. You know, I've I've shared with Lancs and, 
you know, I love sharing with him, and you're always a good laugh. Oh, cheers, um, mate. Yeah, no, so, um, yeah, Ross, I feel like you knew that was coming. Yeah, no, I didn't. That's the reason we asked <laughs> oh, that, Chris, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question to ask. He did uh, pay me before oh. this. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. like, save me. Yeah, save me. Just send me a sort cord and a company, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I want your mother's maiden name. George. George Abdul Gwengel. Um Okay, oh yeah, well yeah, I'll take that. We'll see Lang, so he can't put me. <laughs> but, but, but we'll just pencil me. <laughs> um, <laughs> who, who is the best person you've ever trained with? And in that sense, we mean like athletic ability. Best person I've ever trained with? Um, it, that's a hard one because it, it, it changes from when like, you know, when I was a kid, I was training with, you know, certain people. They were amazing for, you know, at that time. But then, you know, now I'm training with, you know, Elliot Giles, Charlie Grice, and, you know, guys like that. And some group in it. Yeah, we've got, you know, Spencer Thomas at the moment in a group. He trains like an absolute animal. He's one of I've seen, I've seen him yeah. do some ridiculous things. Like, yeah, he's really good. <laughs> and and yeah, like, he's we, very good. <laughs> we always, and the thing is, he's good at everything as well. He has got speed and he has got really good endurance. So we just go, you know, he's a really good person to train with and he's, you know, he's quick over the training. But, you know, we've got a lot of people like that. Uh, but for me as a kid, I had a guy called Glenn Watts, um, I trained with, and he was always my inspiration as a, as an athlete because he was just, he was a good. Has he got a brother called Dan Watts? Dan, yeah, Dan Watts. Yeah. Like, I used to train with Dan and Glenn. Um, yeah. And, you know, Glenn, I think. Nice guys. On, yeah, lovely. And I used to train with them and I was just inspired. That was the thing for the first three or four years. They were my training partners and I was so far behind them, but I gradually got closer and closer and then surpassed. And, you know, they were always, you know, a big, big part of, I think, my running. Um, so, you know, they're, you know, Perfect. the best people I've trained with. Um, who is your idol? Oh, it's, it's, this, is a, this is a hard one. Uh, I've got, and we, we'll I've, open it out to all yeah. sports as well, by all, the way. Okay, have, all sports. doesn't have and to be running. multiples. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as a kid, I loved um, Thierry Henry. I remember Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. He's for me. You know, I'd marry that man. <laughs> yeah, I'd marry him. Um, but <laughs> then also, and then also for me as an as an athlete, I grew up with Anthony Joshua going across the road. So seeing him, you know, a normal kid, end up winning an Olympic gold medal, you know, at London, and then mm-hmm. you know going on to be one of the best heavyweights in the world. For me, that was like a massive, like wow. This, you know, this guy. Like, same as me, same normal kid walking around the street, and he just thought, for me, I was like, you know, anything can be done mm. like, pretty much, and mm-hmm. that so he's also another very big. Yeah, you uh, think if he can do yeah. it, you know, we yeah, why can't I kind of thing? But in athletics, it would probably be um, what was what's his name? I know oh, this is gonna really annoy me. Um, it, it was a four hundred guy, uh, Dan Dan Daniel Daniel Keynes. He oh was, yeah, Danny Keynes. Yeah, so what a guy. So he he got animal. yeah he got me started uh, racing athletics. Was I got excluded from school and had to go on a like a, a behavior what, program? What, what did you What did you get excluded for? I don't know. I was a naughty kid. And I had to go on a behavioral program. Like and Jonah, Jonah from there. Tonga. <laughs> fuck you, miss. I said fuck you. <laughs> they come so close to the fence. <laughs> but yeah, so I went on a behavioral program and he was there and he went through his story and I was like, well, this guy's amazing. He and is yeah, actually, so we keep, he's amazing. We keep into like keep in touch now and stuff, you know. So um Was he like a European indoor champion or something? Yeah, but he was he also like uh, relay medalist yep. and you know it was, just, it was an animal I think he used to what? go through in like 2021 or something yes, indoors absolutely rapid. like absolute mental what was um, one of the like funny naughty things that you did at school <laughs> oh this is bad um, it's, it's funny really... like, you, don't, you don't have to say it but if it's yeah, okay. <laughs> funny. Uh, I was just a naughty guy I would just get in, in trouble for stupid things and it was like breakdancing yeah, but, I mean, if, <laughs> if, if I could break cards. <laughs> Fuck off your sevens. <laughs> He's like, hang <laughs> um, You know, but I used to just like, I used to get into isolation and like for just doing stupid things. And then I would just, I, I would just walk out. I was just terrible. I wouldn't, didn't like sitting in this room. So I just walk out, just sneak out of school and then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then one day we had a um, a protest because teachers were getting sacked. 
And I decided, I thought it was a good idea to start throwing eggs at the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I was, yeah I, was a bit, I was a bit of a dick. Um, <laughs> um, right, but I like that. Um, and one thing that you'd change in your career so far, if anything, you don't have to change anything, but what's one thing you would say, right, I would have perhaps done that differently or changed this? Go and beat 50 cent in the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my career, I would probably... Uh, Maybe as a world junior, uh, as, uh, when I went to world juniors, I would um, probably not eaten the chicken that give me food poisoning. <laughs> that yeah, would probably I, be the big one. You chicken, <laughs> I don't want you. I'm not going to have you. It was a chicken. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I've come back and not eaten the bloody chicken. Uh, perfect. Um, right, so next we'll do some quick fire questions, yep. as always. Quick fire. Um, quick fire. Bam, bam. How quick? Uh, mm. uh, yeah, just, just there. Yeah, well, I'm not in any rush, so I've only got to go. On. I've <laughs> yeah. got to go on. They're probably not super quick. I, I've got to go and clean the bathroom. That's my job in the house oh, after well, this. What did you do? Nice. Is, it, is it toilet? <laughs> yeah, it's well, a dirty protest. In the um, yeah. So <laughs> Ross, clean it. So, oh, again. Um, what is your biggest addiction? Um, Xbox. Fair play. Fortnite. Nice. Uh, anything. Yeah. Fair play. If you were to talk in your sleep, what would you say? No bet! Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do talk in my sleep and it's usually quite a sarcastic laugh. <laughs> like that. It freaks everyone in the house out. That's Especially because you're looking at them directly. I was sharing a room once with Charlie Grace in Kenya. Um, and like when you're in Kenya and you're up at altitude, for some, you know, because of the lack of oxygen. Crazy still, dreams. Yeah, crazy yeah. dreams. <laughs> And Especially Charlie, with the malaria tablets as well. <laughs> Charlie Grace once bolted up in the middle of the night, upright in bed. He's like, where is it? I was like, what? I was like, what? He goes, where is it? I was like, where's what, Charlie? He goes, you've took me hoodie. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I haven't took your hoodie. He goes, you have the grey one. And he's like, fast asleep. Oh, and, I was like, and I was like, it's there on the floor. And he's like, Oh yeah, and then just went back down and went straight on the street. I was like, so strange. I, 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 I've had a bad one with Charlie as well. I was, we was in Australia, um, and he jumped up and grabbed me and said, "Someone's there!" And I was, I, I was deep sleep. It was like four in the morning. I just shot up, and I was just, my heart was just beating so fast. And then I said, "Who's there?" And he went, "Oh yeah," and just went back to bed. I was like, "What?" <laughs> He's, he's 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 a big sleep talker. He's um, terrible. Um, what's the worst job that you could have for you? For you, what job would you hate to do? Um, uh, being a landscape gardener again—that was quite bad. <laughs> With my uncle, because he used to drop trees on my head. I would go oh. to pick something up, and the big log would hit me on the head, and that's why I have no brain cells there. I got, I got him again today. Got him again today. <laughs> um, who is the most annoying celebrity to you? Um, uh, Gemma Collins. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> the big GC. <laughs> thing is, thing, I used to do a good impression of her. I'm doing it for a while. She's like. Thing is, James, you can't handle the you can't handle the big GC. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't even can. do it. Um, and what was, what was your favourite cartoon growing up? Um, I liked Recess or Ed oh, and Eddie. That was a great one. Ed, yeah. Ed and Eddie was class. Yeah. <laughs> Nando's side dish. Corn in the cob. <laughs> remember that? Remember that, Kyle. Chantel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, but you cheated with Jonathan from church. Oh, damn. Oh, uh, that's the best uh, fire in the fire booth. booth. Yeah, roll safe, fire in the booth, best one. Um, so we're not going to do what would you rather this week. We're going to do a um, what would you rather? <laughs> best thing, sliced bread. Um, we're going to do a celebrity dinner. So if you could have three people at a celebrity dinner. Uh, alive or dead, but obviously they wouldn't be dead, they'd be alive, would bring about a life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a dead man now. <laughs> Who would you have? Oh. Um, oh. Well, you've got to have Gordon Ramsay there. <laughs> you have to, because he's... <laughs> you've just got to. You've no, got you to don't... have him there. You know, that's, that's a no, it's a no-brainer. 
You know, I, he's not going to do the cooking. The cook, we're ordering in. We're ordering in. So, yeah. your three, your three guests are... Yeah, your three... No, but you know Gordon Ramsay's going to tell you about the food and he's going to be swearing at the, 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 Fair the chef. Fair enough. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's going gonna, gonna to be a good laugh. So, it'll yeah. be funny to have there. Um... I'd like, I don't know, I'd like Zach Efron. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a very, I, I don't know. Zach, take your top off. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think, I think it would just be a laugh. It'd be a good guy to have on. And another celebrity would probably be oh, Jess Ennis. You've got to take Jess. That's good. That's a good mix, that, I think. I think that'll be a good dinner party. Well, be, I think it'll be a very funny dinner party. I think Gordon yeah. would be the uh, clown. Zach would laugh <laughs> at the clown. <laughs> yeah. I think Zach, I think Zach Efron's a pretty funny guy as well. Yeah, yeah. he could. Um, um, and afterwards, right. he just do anything. You can do anything you want to me. Oh wait, <laughs> you have to put Carl Pilkington in there as well, though. What? Who are you subbing? Who are you subbing oh, for Carl? Zach Efron, I think. Oh, <laughs> okay. sorry, Zach. That, sorry, the bald-headed me. <laughs> Zach, just get out. <laughs> um, right now, we're going to go on to the sent-in questions. Yeah. Um, you, what is I had a few that come through, but I, I don't want to. That this will be fine. What is your favorite meal? Oh, I love every meal. <laughs> I love food. <laughs> food. Um, I, what's my favorite? Yeah, f- uh, favorite meal. I, I love a Chinese. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, I like a beef and black bean sauce and you know, some chow mein, and sounds good to me. Um, Andy Butcher asks you, How many keep you up? These can you do? Uh, Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> it's not many. Um, also, someone's asked, how quick could you do a 1,500 metres, honestly, do you think? Uh, being generally honest, um, I don't know, like f- 340, maybe a little That's bit quicker. A, yeah, nice. that, you know, if you've run 145, you know, should be. Should be within your grasp. Yeah, um, yeah, but he d- he does like to get bored. Like we like, <laughs> after squirrel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think you could run faster than that. That was a million yeah. thing. I think you could run faster. Um, than three forty. So our Robbie Fitzgibbons, Robbie, love little Robbie, <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> He's asked. He said, "Can you ask Kyle why he keeps commenting FedEx on my Instagrams <laughs> and then screenshotted it and went case in point above in the queue commenting FedEx on his Instagrams?" I don't even know. I feel just to confuse him because he's sorry. <laughs> just to confuse him, I mean, that's purely um, the fact. Um, and Another question that's sent in said, what would be the best thing to order from your mum and dad's fish and chip shop? Oh, I think Ellie and my girlfriend would agree with the spare ribs. The, we've got some special sauce with the spare ribs. My dad's uh, special sauce. Ellie, good. But you can't, you can't fault the, just the normal fish, cod and chips. Could you, did you, because I used to get battered Mars bars and battered Snickers. We from do battered Mars bars. Yeah, yeah, we do battered yeah. Mars bars and battered yeah. Snickers. They're so nice. They're too good, man. It's it's too good, but it's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my heart stopped. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my heart stopped. 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 Always good to get people on for part two. So yep. if you're up for it, mate, we'll get you on for a part two. Oh, 100 percent. I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Back <laughs> in the <laughs> <next>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brilliant, guys. Well, thank you very much. That was Kyle Langford. Um, and yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Cheers. Kyle. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. It's lovely. So that was Kyle Langford. I I, I really enjoyed that. I, really I don't say that like a surprise. I knew I, knew I, was, I, I, knew I was going to enjoy before. it. Yeah, spent months no, with him. He is, he is lovely. And like, lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Lover, yeah. And really is. He's such a good championship performer. Like, no, he's excited. Yeah, and do you know what I noticed about him there? He hot, only once mentioned talking about aspirations for times. It was all about medals. Yeah, which you is notice? good. Did you, did you notice that? Uh, well, I did, until you just said. Exactly. I, I didn't bloody know. He's a, he's a winner. Yeah. I think, anyway. Um, Lovely. All right, Colin, what's your plans for the rest of the day? I'm going to clean the bog. Um, <laughs> I have been looking at a well-known neighbourhood joint called Domino's oh. this afternoon. Um, it does it does some very fresh, not not so fresh, pizzas. Um, I, can I tell you, I used, like, you know, I used to you? love, <laughs> I, I used to love Domino's uh, and I still do. However, lately, it's like my body rejects it. Whenever I have a Domino's, later on, 
that that Wait. night, hang on, that night oh. I wake up and I'm like, like ah, my mouth is so dry. There's so oh. much salt in that pizza. <laughs> Can I have some water? Yeah, I'm literally um, like, I can't breathe. Do you remember when you got them vouchers? Yeah, <laughs> for the Domino's. And yeah. you went and you, and you yeah. were like, Colin, yeah. we'll get a pizza. I was like, yep, let's get it, let's do it. You were like, I've got a voucher. I was like, all right, cool. And then you went there, and the guy said, I'm not accepting that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was you sent like... from Domino's HQ. I was like, mate, you're going to lose your job here, son. I didn't, obviously. You were like, but... oh, wait, well, here's the 20 quid. Yeah. Shove that up your ass. And, uh, and he came back and you were like, I said, <laughs> no, Mr. G, here's your 20 quid, man. Just shove that up your fat ass. <laughs> I quit. I've had this under my desk for months. Here's some flares for me, dead dog. Why don't you shove that up your fat ass, Margaret? Celine's got an oversized brain for Mr. G. Oh, God. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, please do leave a review because it does help us get up. And, and yeah. Lordy, you did leave a review last time, so thank you so much for thank that. Thank you. Um, and do go and leave a review again. That would be ruddy lovely. Leave another review. Just keep another review. Review, <laughs> review. Awesome. Right. Cheers, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next week. See you later. Love you. Bye.